Hey guys, before we get into the podcast, I just wanted to jump in and apologize real fast. This is future Mandy, by the way. Um, I apologize for the audio on my end. For some reason, while we were we were recording, blah 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 blah. <laughs> while we were recording this most recent episode, our software for some reason decided to not record my main mic and was recording. Uh, a backup that was a little bit away from me so I'm, I'm gonna try to fix it the best I can in post but I can't make promises and we were just gonna re-record but we decided we wanted to just run with it the way it is because we didn't want to take away from any of our genuine reaction or discussing discussion you know I, re-recording would have made it sound rehearsed or fake and we really didn't want that and the humming you may hear in the background if I can't get it out <laughs> is our air conditioner again we do apologize and we will try to make sure this does not happen in the future but thank you guys for being here and let's get into the show welcome back guys welcome back to the world's collide podcast I am one of your hosts Mandy and who are you dude um, uh, um, oh yeah, I'm Michael. Oh yeah, that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> his name. Guys, sorry we kind of disappeared on y'all again for a little bit. Um, as we explained before, we, we had two deaths in the family within less than two weeks. And then my dad ended up having some heart issues. He did have to have, to have open heart surgery. He's much better now. But then right after that happened, our dog, Siri, that we've had for 16 years, she got pretty bad, and um, she did she did cross Rainbow Bridge yesterday. So it's just been a little rough on us, but we're back. We're trying to, once again, get back up to some semblance of normal, see if life will just quit trying to kick us in the teeth every time we move but yeah <laughs> it has been a bit taxing to say the least our, our little siri our little siri dog was something precious and uh, i'm not gonna lie to y'all i kind of lost the plot <laughs> for a few hours there but i i think i'm a little bit better now and if y'all hear air spring i apologize but we have a cat that for some reason, just won't shush. So I pick up the air can, that, you know, like you used to clean out your keyboards, and I'll just kind of give it a little, I don't know if y'all can hear that, but, and that usually shushes her up. She hates the air can. I don't have to actually spray her. I've just got to spray it in her general direction. So. You don't even really have to do that as long as it makes a noise. Yeah, she, she, she hates the can. She hates it. <laughs> Alright guys, we want to talk about what has gone on with the Britney Spears situation. Um, a lot of you may know that Jamie Spears is no longer involved in Britney's conservatorship, which is a great thing because, frankly, honestly, he's just a dirty ass. I, mm. That man has used and lived off his daughter since she was a child, in my opinion. That that's the way it seems to me as well. I, I think it's been his meal ticket for a long time. A very good one as well. 
Oh, yeah. And he, he was willing, obviously, with his actions over the past 12, 13 years, he's been willing to do anything and everything to hold on to that meal ticket. He He's despicable. Jamie had went in and wanted the conservatorship just point blank ended. And Brittany's team went in and asked the judge, you know, no, don't end it yet. And a lot of people were kind of confused, you know, like, why would they do that? Because, you know, this is what Brittany wants. She wants out of this conservatorship. And that's what everybody's been fighting for. But they had very legitimate legal reasons to not want it, in, want it to be ended that way. And they were actually very smart with it. If it had been ended that way, then Jamie Spears would not have been required to hand over the financial documents concerning the conservatorship. In other words, he could have hid whatever dirty crap he's been doing. Everything would have been swept under the rug. Nobody nobody would have ever seen it, heard about it. It would have never been brought to light. In which, who knows, maybe there's nothing in there. But I kind of think that he was wanting it just dissolved for a reason. I do too. I believe he thoroughly wanted to keep his secrets hidden. And luckily the judge did not go along with that. First, they removed him. And by removing him before the conservatorship was terminated, he has to turn over all records to Britney's team, to the people that are now involved with the conservatorship. And it looks like the direction they're going to go now is, you know, get all of those records from him and then slowly work into uh, basically removing the conservatorship from her altogether, which it's about damn time. Just to be honest, it's about damn time. She deserves it. But there is a lot of speculation that through this, there may possibly come either criminal charges or at the very least a lawsuit against her dad jamie spears and um michael what what do you think of that do you think that's warranted well if if it's been the way that it looks which is to me it's it seemed like um he wanted to be in the position he was in in order to keep control over her in order to keep his meal ticket um And to keep everything under wraps, as is the way it seemed. Um, whether that's the case, I'm sure that'll eventually come to light, you know, one way or the other. But um, if that's what he was doing, if basically he was keeping her in this conservatorship and keeping her basically held prisoner, which, if anything, worsened her mental health, oh, then yes. he deserves whatever they throw at him. Uh, the least would be prison, in my opinion. But If he was, and, you know, we can't say for sure. We don't know any of the Spears personally. But just based on our opinions, speaking for myself mainly, in my opinion, he was doing some dirty, shady shit, and he did not care how that affected or hurt his daughter. And I'm pretty sure if they really dig into those records, they are probably going to find all kinds of things that they could use to bring about criminal charges against Jamie Spears. And if that happens, I, for one, will cheer it on. 
not gonna lie i will i will be happy about it i know that's petty that's childish you know turn the other cheek all that crap uh-uh it only goes so far yeah in this case it should be an eye for an eye because he has taken most of her adult life away from her well not to mention her childhood oh yeah oh absolutely and that that was spinning the spotlight which it's it's been well documented you know which don't get me wrong you know if that's what they want to do then great but it's been well documented that that pretty much robs them of any childhood they would have because it's work 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 you know slip some school in in between work and more work well well think about it michael with this conservatorship jamie was forcing her to work when she didn't want to or when she felt ill or was you know was going through um mental health or even physical health issues he would force her to work so if he did that to her as an adult you can imagine what it was like for her as a child oh yeah and it it was um i I can't remember exactly what he was holding over her head but i know he would he would threaten her with things if she didn't work that this would be taken away or that would be taken away Uh, and this was as an adult so like you said if that's going on as an adult we can only imagine what it was you know in during childhood I know at times he used her own sons against her. You know, you won't be able to see your sons if you don't take this medicine or do this show or, oh, I know what one of them was. It was the Vegas show. If she did not do it, then he was going to have her put in like a halfway house and make her spend the holidays there away from her children. You know, that kind of crap. That is a manipulative bastard. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm just going to call it like I see it. Yep. It shows complete disregard for, for her anything to do with her health. He, he didn't see her as a human. He saw her as a paycheck. Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough to not see her as a human. But that's his daughter. You know, most people, even if they can't see other people as human or relate to them or feel compassion, they can for their children. He couldn't even do that for his own child. That's sick. Absolutely. Well, Brittany, no, you're probably not going to hear this, but we're behind you, girl. We are behind you. Okay. My biggest, biggest hope where she is concerned is that the damage that's been done from the conservatorship can be reversed. I know she's already engaged. And, you know, she had talked about wanting to have a baby. Hopefully, she'll be able to get that situation squared away soon as well. And, you know, my... And, and for any, anybody that's not aware of um, where Mandy's going with that, uh, she was forced into birth control. Uh, yes. So had she her. did not get pregnant. Uh, that was not by her choice. And that's just, that's unreal to me, that somebody can sit and make that choice for you. Force you to have birth control injected into your body. It's it's crazy to me. And it's scary. Yeah. It's alarming that, especially in this country of all countries, that's allowed to happen. But then again, I think we've seen over the past couple of years, there's still a lot of barbaric things 
going on in this country that should not be happening. Don't get me wrong. We love this country. But we can readily admit there are flaws. There are issues, major issues that need to be addressed. So, I completely agree. There's, there's times it needs to check itself. Oh, yeah. Most <laughs> definitely. Okay. We went from talking about one douchebag, Mr. Jamie Spears. Let's just go ahead and run into our Facebook douchebag of the week, guys. And we've got a few of them this week. Imagine that. Yeah, Facebook never fell into deliver. Okay, here we go. I found an article on Facebook the other day, and it was about the Super Bowl halftime show. Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J, Kendrick Lamar will all be performing together for the halftime show at the 2022 Super Bowl. And, of course, it is sponsored by Pepsi. Uh, going through and looking at the comments. Okay, I get it. Maybe that style of music isn't your thing. Okay, but why leave a nasty ass, bitchy ass remark? Just move on. Okay, it's not your style of music. Okay, don't watch it. Just move on. You don't have to be an asshat. And we've got people like this guy, uh, Jeff Dearman. Three great reasons not to watch the Super Bowl halftime fiasco. Bo Harbin, NFL just rang its own death knell. Michelle Porter, well, that should be interesting with one of those little, you know, alarmed looking emojis. But then you did have a couple of people. Uh, Jimmy Cratchville, I may not be saying that right, but love it, old school. But right after that, Sandra Hogan Garris, I will have a doctor's appointment. Well, maybe while you're there, you can get get them to give you a pill that removes your bitchiness. That would be nice. <laughs> um, Dan Cornelius, I am so going to be doing something else. This is the same guy that I saw on an article about a child dying from COVID, claiming it was fake news. He's one of those. So that just right there just tells you all, all you need to know about him. And I mean, you know, if it's it's not everybody's thing, if it's not your thing, then they watch something else. You don't have to announce it to the world. I mean, you don't have to be a I, shit I'm person gonna, about it. You know, I'm, I'm going to mimic a commercial here. The world doesn't care. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, this was one of the most hateful ones. Wendy and Jake Thompson. OK, Wendy and Jake, which one of y'all cheated? Because y'all got to have a joint Facebook. <laughs> who, who, who been getting some on the side go on tell us but they had to comment sounds like crap fest to me I get it rap is not everyone's cup of tea then again neither is country oh it reminds me a lot of these same people I'm seeing here making these comments about this are readily defending and mad about a country singer that was just recently removed from one of the awards shows because he was running around saying the n-word so you fine with that but you're gonna get pissed off because some rappers are performing at the super bowl uh make it make sense 
But there was one comment in here that had absolutely nothing to do with the performers, the music, nothing. Let me see if I can find it again. This one kind of floored us and actually led us to doing some research. But before we move on, let's just go ahead and, and, and give a big round of applause to the douchebags we have acknowledged today. Yay. Great job, guys. Great, wonderful, awesome. Okay. Yay. Now, let me find that one comment. It was on the same article. But like I said, it had nothing to do with, um, sorry, I had to spray the, spray the cat. <laughs> had nothing to do with the music, any of that. It was, um, let's see. All comments, yes. Let's see all comments. Here it is, right here. Prairie Donna Child. Pepsi is sweetened with aborted baby kidney. Yum. Alrighty. Yeah, and it was like, uh-huh. So that got us doing some research. And admittedly, my first reaction with that research was to be able to discredit what she said. And in the course of our research, you can discredit it, but then again, you can't. All right, Michael, why don't you tell us a little bit of what we found in some of this research? Well, a little bit would be that it seems like the stem cells, uh, HEK-293 cells, to be... Actually, that cells from the kidneys. What's that? That cells from the from kidneys. Yes, yes. Um, it's what human embryo kidney is what yeah. the HEK stands for. Um, is actually being used by a company that Pepsi did have a business relationship with. Uh, Cinemix, I believe, is how that's pronounced. S-E-N-O-M-Y-X. Yep. Uh, so the claim originated from 2010 uh, when Pepsi had a four-year deal with Cinemix, um, the biotechnology company that developed sweeteners. They were using uh, these sales as uh taste receptor for test taste receptor testing. I did uh, say that three times fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, according to Pepsi, they never supported any of this type of research and none of this research is used for any of their products. And since then, Pepsi has separated from Cinemix and no longer uses any of their services or products. Um, and the the uh, actual verdict from Reuters, uh, who investigated it, was that the verdict was false. And I quote, PepsiCo told Reuters that the company does not use any Cinemix ingredients in its products and does not fund or conduct research using cells derived from human embryos or fetuses. Now, see, so, here's where I take issue with that, though. 
they did at one point have a business relationship with Cinemax. They had Cinemax helping them develop flavors and sweeteners. And they were paying them for this. Therefore, just this may just be my way of thinking, but they were helping fund that. And what amazed me was part of what Cinemax's defense to all of this was. They had to make sure that <laughs> the cells were derived from the kidney cells of an aborted human embryo in 1972. I don't really care when you got them. <laughs> yeah. I give not one diddly damn. That that did kind of floor me that that kind of thing was being done. Yeah. Uh, I, did, I, I really didn't see that coming. I didn't think there would be any credence to it whatsoever. Now I knew um, a lot of a lot of like pharmaceutical companies and stuff use stem cell research to develop medicines or treatments and stuff i had no idea that it this type of stuff was being used like as far as drinks and food and stuff goes that's correct yeah that's um that's what kind of floored me about it was that uh, that it's being used for something such as taste testing yeah. Okay, now I, I can somewhat understand from medical research to cure diseases, something like that. And and that's still walking a fine line. Yeah. Uh, not everybody agrees with that, and I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about it myself, personally, even though, you know, I would like to see a lot of diseases and a lot of things eradicated that we deal with on a you know, on a daily basis, such as cancer and um, things like that, that it would be great that if they could use that research and just blow that out of the water, it would be awesome. But for something is, I'm not even sure the words I'm looking for. Minute, just, unimportant. Um, yeah, as taste testing, <laughs> no, no. That's... Uh, I just kind of feel like that's that there's something wrong with that morally. So, Miss Prairie Donna Child, if you, you know, we're going to boycott the halftime show because of Pepsi. Good news for you is, you know, Pepsi no longer has a relationship with this company. So, you know, that's not a concern anymore. Bad news is that they at one point did have a relationship with this company and that this company is, is doing this. And I guarantee a lot of people probably don't even know about that. I was one of those people. Well, I had no clue. You know, re recently I found out something else that I, I did not know until recently and, um, I almost forgot I wanted to actually bring this up. I may bring it up again in a later episode after I've gotten a chance to do a little more research. But some states have actually also have laws where a, you know, just talking about aborted babies and, you know, weird little known things, 
made me think about this. Um, some states actually have laws where a pharmacist can deny a woman birth control if he thinks she should not have it. That floored me. And we're not talking like just morning after pill or anything like that. We're talking any kind of birth control. If they, by their religious beliefs, believe women should not have birth control, they don't have to give it to you. Even when it's prescribed by a doctor. No, they ain't got to give it. So that's just another, that's two things that I've come across here lately. You know, the Pepsi situation and the birth control situation that I had no idea about. And I'm not really sure why some of this isn't more well known than what it is. It just kind of makes you wonder exactly how much mainstream media does hold back. And if they're purposely holding it back, why they hold it back? I don't know. Just just something that went through my head. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a subject that I, once again, can't agree with. Um, where birth control is concerned, that, that should be an individual's choice. That should not be whether someone decides to give it to you or not. Well, one of these cases, um, and the pharmacist just absolutely believes they were in the right for this. I think it was in Arizona. It was either Arizona or Arkansas, but the woman was quite far along in her pregnancy and the baby had died in utero. Her doctor prescribed for her a medicine that, yes, can be used for abortion, but more often it is used to help the body after a miscarriage. just Let's just put it that way. I don't want to get into graphics. In other words, though, she was not using this for an abortion. She was already in physically wrecked, emotionally even more wrecked because she wanted her baby and it had, it had passed. And this pharmacist had the absolute nerve to stand there and refuse her that medicine and belittle her. That infuriated me when I read that. And it should infuriate every woman walking and every man that supports women's rights. Because, like I said, it, it's not like she was trying to have an abortion. She was going through a hell that many of us know a lot about. Been there, done that. And I'm sorry, but what I'd really like to say that's a pharmacist is fuck you. There you have it, folks. Like, like I said, we may retouch <laughs> on this subject at a later date when I'm not quite so... Eh? <laughs> And after and, I get and, to do a little more research on it, because when we do a full story on that, I want to call out the representatives that have supported laws like this across the country. I want to call them each out by name and what state they're from. That way, y'all know which one of your representatives you need to be getting rid of. Okay, my rant's over for now. <laughs> and, and on that on that subject, um, 
one interesting thing to to throw in there uh, that I actually studied recently in school is the carrying capacity of um, a habitat such as Earth. I think you know where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Earth has a capacity. Okay. If these women want to be on birth control, by all means, let them be on birth control. It's yep. their choice, in my opinion. Yeah, not everybody will agree with me, and that's fine. But the way I see it is their choice. And it's a choice in a day and age where we're getting closer and closer to carrying capacity of the earth. We're using yep. up more and more resources. And well, pretty much the way it works in any ecosystem is once the carrying capacity is overran, then the resources start to deplete and then population starts to correct itself. And you can imagine how that happens until it balances back out. So, Some of y'all that may know me and know I'm a writer know I write apocalyptic tales all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're heading toward apocalypse guys get ready <laughs> uh, one other thing i would when we do do a, a full-blown story on that situation another thing i would like to include with that is that some lawmakers some representatives and some pharmacists even are backing the idea that a woman should not be allowed to get birth control without her husband's permission Hmm, kind of reminds me of a book and a show that was made after that book, Handmaid's Tale. Y'all ain't watched it, go watch, and you'll kind of see how disturbing this crap is. But, um, yeah, I'd like to touch on that when we cover it, too, but because that's just a couple should make the decision to have a child together not one forced to have one because the other one wants it that can't be good that. That, that can't be good for the marriage and it can't be good for the child that would result from that so yeah that that's something we'll cover at a later date though i didn't mean to really get off on that tangent just this stuff's been rolling around in my mind for a few days, y'all. So it, it's had it's had time to simmer. <laughs> and since, since you brought that up, as far as my two cents on that is, my hope would be that the couple has already had that conversation before the decision to start birth control has ever, you know, yes, yes, ever, ever been made. <laughs> or you know, at the same time, if you know, boy meets girl, girl's already on birth control when he meets her, then. Why should she stop just because you met him? Exactly. It, it it's a it's a mutual choice, but it's an individual choice at the same time. But it's not something the pharmacist should decide. Or or the lawmakers. I'm, I'm sorry. Or lawmakers. Yeah, absolutely. So but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we have got to take a minute to pay some bills here. You know, try to keep the power and stuff on. So we will be right back after y'all hear a little bit from our sponsors. We need about tree fitty. Tree fitty. Five percent. <laughs> Another sponsor we have today is, as always, as every day, is CM Stars Creations, our parent company. One of the best ways you can support us, go over, check out the CM Stars Creations website at 
cmstarscreations.com and you'll find a lot of great merchandise, some, you know, directly related to the podcast, as well as some that's, you know, centered around my channel, around Michael's channel, uh, just a variety of things, including some handmade goods such as wine glasses, candles, things of that nature that fall under our homestead farm and gifts side of CM Stars. So make sure you go over there, check out CM Stars Creations. Again, that is cmstarscreations.com. Folks, if you really want to support the podcast, there are a number of ways to do that. You're doing run one right now just by listening. That's always always a great way to support but if you're looking to take that support you know that that little extra mile there are a number of ways to do that and there is a link to give you that number of ways simply head over to our website worldscollidepodcast.com and head over to the support tab there you'll find a whole list of ways to support us whether it be Patreon, one-time donations, monthly subscriptions, uh, shopping on CM Stars Creations, subbing on YouTube, listening, following, following on Twitter, following on Instagram, or checking out me or Michael on any of our socials or our websites. You will find links for every bit of that. And I assure you, no matter how you choose to show your support for us and the World's Collide podcast, we are ever so grateful. No one form of support is more important than the other. They are all equally important and equally appreciated. So thank you very much. And again, head over to worldscollidepodcast.com. All right. Welcome back, everybody. And Hi, this segment of the show, we are going to cover hate mail. <laughs> oh, guys, or, yeah. Or hate comments, I should say. Uh, yeah. So it's it's going to be like a uh, reaction, reacting to segment. So Yeah, we want you guys to know, and, and I do want to throw this in at, at the top of this. Um, I am having we're having a hard time seeing comments for some reason. Uh, let me just pull up our channel real quick and kind of. <laughs> go to one of our videos. <laughs> no, I don't want to go into creator. Thank you very much. Of course you do. Yeah. If you want um, to do, you good. Okay, like our, our last episode, episode five. Oh, the intro was starting up. Don't want that. Nope, nope, nope. Shush. <laughs> but it'll show three comments, but it'll only show one. We have to, and it's not showing them to us in our dashboard at all. Which so it'll is a, say we've got three, but then when you open it up, there's actually only one there. Well, it's only showing one, but you go up to next to where it says three comments and see the sort by button. Click that. Click newest first, and then it will reveal all the comments. So if we have missed anybody, we truly apologize. I went Once I realized what was going on the other night, I went through and tried to address all that. 
and find all the comments. And that was part of how I found that, you know, some of y'all ain't real happy with us. <laughs> as such as PJQ, um, she left a comment on the uh, episode five, the one about Mysterious Teen, Ethan Klein, Kingstar, Trish Paytas, all that good stuff. So it seems to me you really just hate Ethan. You go after him if you agree or not. Maybe you don't like his content or don't agree with him on some issues. Not sure he's done anything to deserve the amount of vitriol you're sending out. I don't love him either, but he's definitely right when it comes to Trisha. I have watched his content for many years. He's changed a bunch. But he is who he is, like it or not. He hasn't done anything like Trisha has or Kingstar, the rape apologist. He said it's physically impossible to be assaulted in the mouth. He's equally bad to Ethan, question mark. Can't listen to someone so biased. Okay, PJ, I responded to you. Obviously haven't listened to everything we've ever had to say about both Ethan and King. We were both diehard H3 fans at one point, but we started seeing a shift in Ethan that was both disturbing and dangerous to a degree. And what I meant by that is his willingness to jump on any bandwagon of hate and use his massive platform to just go after anybody and everybody that Trisha pointed him toward. That was not the Ethan I knew and loved. The Ethan I knew and loved would have stood up to Trisha Paytas. He did not. He folded like a cheap suit. Sorry. I didn't add that in there, but I just wanted to clarify. That's why I said it was dangerous. Overall, is Ethan as bad as King? Hell no. And we would never say that. When it came to using Trisha, yes, he was. He is right about Trisha's behavior and how awful she is. Yes, but doesn't change the fact he knew that when he got involved with her, did he make a big mistake getting involved with her and participating in her crap? Absolutely. Does he deserve to be canceled for it? Absolutely not. But he does need to take responsibility for his part in the entire fiasco. We appreciate you watching and even appreciate your comment, even if we don't completely agree. Honest conversations make the world a better place, even when opinions differ. As we've said before, even if we like someone or are a fan of theirs, if we don't agree with them on something, we will call it out. Doesn't mean we don't still remember whatever good they have done in the past or we hope they will do in the future. And as far as Keemstar goes, if you will listen, I know of at least one of the podcasts where we've discussed the situation between Keem and Ethan. We have said point blank, we don't like Keem. I've wanted to like Keem. I have. But it's like I'll hear, you know, 10 minutes of something I like, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, man, come on. Well, I mean, he'll, he'll just go off on a tangent where it's like he intentionally tries to offend as many people as possible in one sentence. Exactly. He's got this childish frat boy mentality that is just disgusting. And, you know, we agreed with him on the way YouTube was doing you know, they were not being fair about how they dished out their strikes and, you know, disciplined creators. And they weren't. But just because we agree he was right on that does not mean we agree with anything else he's done. 
And I did hope he was starting to change. But if you go look at his Twitter for two seconds, you can see, nah, uh-uh, he's not. I was hoping he had. He fooled me on that one. I admit it. He's back to you talking about people's weight and their looks and this and that. You know, typical Kim when somebody makes a point that proves him wrong, you know, it's attack the weight, attack the looks. That's all he's got. He doesn't know how to do anything else. But he was, in fact, right on the situation with the YouTube strikes and Ethan. I'm sorry, but he was. As far as what he has had to say about rape and multiple other things. No, he's a shit. But again, when someone is in the right, point it out, just like you would if they're in the wrong. That's just kind of the approach we take to it. I, I don't know, Mike, Mike, what what do you think about PJ's comment and the whole Keemstar situation? I can, I can see where somebody would come from, you know, thinking that we were, we were being too harsh here or there, or, you know, being very judgmental or whatnot. Uh, and if it wasn't based on actual, you know, if it was just a matter of, oh, I don't like him or I don't like her. It would be different, but it's based on actions. It's based on things that they have said, things that they have done. Um, it, it has a basis behind it as far as our, our feelings and decisions are concerned. So I can see, I can see both sides, I guess you would say, <clears throat> of that coin. Uh, but I still kind of stick to my guns as far as, you know, the comments we made as far as, you know, I would say them again, so. There you have it. Okay, the next comment I wanted to address came from Mint Velvet, and it was on the uh, episode four podcast. Uh, we discussed H3, Adam McIntyre, uh, Rich Lux, and this is what Mint had to say. <clears throat> and you won't believe the drama. Oh, yeah, you won't believe the drama. <laughs> in today's video, girl, you won't believe the drama. That's why. Got to give Rich a little plug there. Oh, that, I like Rich. I love Rich. And it just, it tickled me that he, he commented, oh, my God, that made my day. Ain't even going to lie. I fangirled. I fangirled. Not going <laughs> to lie. Yes, she did. <laughs> but this was what Mint had to say. And this one. I'll explain in a minute why this one kind of hit me. Uh, Mint Velvet said, defending a racist while promoting rich looks. Fitting. Trash. This was what I responded to Mint with. How do we defend racism in any form? We have never supported racism. If you're referring to the situation with Ethan and Keem, because, you know, Keem had that whole incident early in his career and I have not forgotten and I will never forget it where he was tossed around the n-word like it was nothing but that's what I thought she might have been referring to I said we have never supported what Kim has done in the past and to be perfectly honest for a split second we thought he was on the road to changing but yeah he fooled us with that however it doesn't take away from the fact he was right on the whole strike thing we have always said whether we like somebody or not if they do something wrong, we will call it out. The same goes if they are in the right. We believe in doing doing it that way because change is never encouraged when the good someone does isn't pointed out just the same as when they do wrong. What we have, what, ah, 
words hard. I don't have my glasses on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I said, we have had issues where Kim is concerned in the past, and we still take issue with a lot of his past and current behavior. However, where the strikes are concerned, he was right. We were also very big fans of Ethan's at one point, but we don't agree with a lot of what he has done, and we have pointed that out. All of that having been said, we appreciate you watching and commenting. Having honest discussions helps promote a better society, even if the opinions expressed in those conversations differ. And after thinking about it, I went back and edited that comment to add this. After thinking back on the subject matter of this particular episode, we thought maybe you were referring to the segment on Adam and Shane. We know there's a lot of controversy where Shane is concerned. We have openly said many times in the past that we did not agree with a lot of what Shane has done in the past, but we do think he has shown growth and change. The main point of that segment, though, wasn't really about Shane. It was about Adam retweeting a homophobic thread. Stick around and you may find out things about us and how one of us grew up that may surprise you based on the first impression it seems you got. Again, thanks for being here. We do mean that. And what I was referring to that with, I grew up in the birthplace of the clan. okay? I got myself in more crap as a kid trying to stand up to Klansmen and to skinheads than you would ever believe. And this was many moons ago. This was back in the 80s, early 90s, because I'm probably a good bit older than most of y'all. <laughs> and I have always believed in standing up against racism. So just because we point out someone that may have said or done something racist in the past, we point out an area where they're right or that they may have changed does not mean we are supporting their racist attitude from before. That will never, ever, ever happen with us. We will never support racism. It's bullshit. It needs to be obliterated in every possible way. That having been said, I know a lot of people say once a racist, always a racist. And for a lot of folks, that is true. But growing up where I did, I have seen at least one Klansman completely change his outlook. And all it took was a woman I worked with showing him some kindness and her skin happened to be dark. So people can change, but that does not mean we are ever going to support what they said or did in the past. And Again, like I said, not all people that are that way can change or will change. But if someone is in the right and, you know, we're not even discussing race, we were discussing a homophobic tweet and um, the whole strike thing. Those issues, I mean, yeah, we're, we're going to say, okay, yes, this person was in the right. No, this person was in the wrong. But that had nothing to do with uh, with a race element. And I, I just, I want to assure you, you will never get that out of us. Michael, your thoughts on that one? I pretty much agree with everything you've said. Uh, the, as far as the comment goes, short, sweet, to the point. 
you know, yeah. they're beating around the bush. Um, yep. And, you know, I respect that. But uh, it does seem like there was a whole lot misinterpreted. It, it, that, it does. That because, uh, as you've said, there there is absolutely no support for racism going on here. If you knew uh, our family, our friends, you would definitely know that. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I don't. I don't see color as being a reason to judge anybody for anything. No, uh, it's hey, how it's who they are as a, as a human being. Yep, exactly. And you know, as far as promoting rich, why wouldn't we promote rich? Rich is friggin' awesome. I adore him, and it's not because of the tone of his skin or his nationality, his culture, anything. It's because he's freaking rich Lux. He is an absolute sweetheart. He's funny. He's entertaining. And he seems to have a very big heart. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to support Rich all day, every day. So, unless he does something crappy, and I just don't see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's too much of a sweetheart to do anything bad. Yep. Love him so much. God, I can't get his. I can't. I can't. I can't get get it down like he does. I had to practice that song. <laughs> but yeah, we just wanted to address that. And there was one more I wanted to pull up because this one was kind of humorous. Um, honestly, let's see if I can get it pulled up here without. There we go. There we go. The video is trying to start. Uh, this was actually on the same episode, episode four, talking about Adam McIntyre, and this was from Trent K. This Adam guy had me fooled for years about Colleen, and now I hate him with a fucking passion. Well, this was my response. Thanks so much for taking the time to watch. We truly appreciate it. As for Adam, recently I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt again, but then he pulled some more shady crap. Lesson learned, LOL. Again, thanks so much for watching. New episode coming Monday, and Monday was when our little Siri passed away. So that's, Trent, that's why I lied to you. I did not mean to. <laughs> um, and as far as Adam goes, he is a perfect example of, I don't know if he would call it my optimism or my foolishness. I always believe in giving most people a second chance because I want to desperately believe that people can change. They can grow. And like I said, maybe that's my optimism. Maybe it's my foolishness. But Adam had posted a video and um, somebody told me, you know, go take a look at it. And I went and watched it. And he was talking about how exhausting doing the type of content he's doing can be. And um, then, you know, he, he very quickly covered it with, you know, don't get me wrong, it's not a hard job. I know it's not a hard job. And like I said, I, I had started to think maybe he was changing a little bit. So I had commented on there and um, j just told him not basically not to sell himself short because although it wasn't physically exhausting, mentally and emotionally to immerse yourself in drama and other people's bull day in and day out, that's just got to be mentally emotionally exhausting all the way around and then plus you have to do the research which unfortunately it does 
Still saying that Adam's still not doing his proper research, but, you know, hey. But that's kind of my approach with everybody. And as much as I have uh, dogged Trisha Paytas, part of me still hopes she's going to honestly change. I know right now she's on this whole positivity thing to kind of cover her butt and make her look better and at this point I still think it's just a show it's just an act but we'll see and if she does manage to truly change more power to her I will actually be happy absolutely but that's just kind of our way with people and it's burned us in real life more than once has it not Michael (laughs) more than once is an understatement but yes But at the same time, the choice is to either just always see the bad in everybody or to take that chance and take the chance that they've changed. And while it's burned us at times, it's also been a good thing at times. People have proved to us that they could change. So just kind of wanted to throw that in there, address that. Your thoughts on any of that, Mr. Michael? I'm pretty much in agreement with you on all of that. uh, I don't really have anything else to add to that one. But we just wanted to let y'all know we do read the comments and wanted to address a couple of them. And even for those of you that left something kind of negative, we actually do appreciate that. I mean, yes, it, it helps the channel performance, obviously. But also because one of the things we have both always thought is communication and civil conversation can help clear up so many misunderstandings they could actually if it was done more and in more places and in more situations it could actually really help a lot of the divide going on in the world so we are very big believers in open honest communication so yeah we we thank you for for leaving even the the negative comments we do we appreciate it and And that that also gives us an opportunity that if you know something we we have said or done or whatever comes across in a way that we don't intend it to it gives us a chance to correct it you know if, if you know maybe it was taken incorrectly it gives us a chance to straighten it out so absolutely and guys, that leads me to something else. We we have finally set up a Discord. Um, I will include a link in the description. And if you want to go over there and join it, leave us your thoughts. Um, let us know subjects you may want us to cover. Or join in with us and anybody else that may join the Discord. Right now, it's just us and Miss Start and Grid in there. But... You know, we're going to grow, and as we grow, more people will be there to carry on conversations. And we don't expect all conversations to be completely pleasant, I guess you would say. Um, Basically, we don't expect everybody to agree on everything. But we do expect everyone to have civil discussions. Yeah, expect it to be respectful. Yes. As a matter of fact, if you click on the Discord link, it will take you to our, let me go in here real quick and I will pull this up. It will take you to our welcome page with the rules 
you can see them all right there uh number one absolutely no racism sexism homophobia homophobia etc basically don't be a douche do not insult or discriminate against anyone based on the race nationality gender sexual orientation disability etc a violation of this rule can result in an immediate ban number two hosts and staff have the final say in making decisions affecting the server Number three, civil discussions and debates are welcome and encouraged, but keep them civil. Yes, when opinions differ, discussions can get heated, but remain civil. And you guys can go over there and read the rest if you want, but that's just kind of the gist of it, the basics of where we're taking that. So, Long story short, just be a decent human being. Yep, like I said, but <laughs> light number, the number one rule says, don't be a douche. It's simple. It's very simple, y'all. No douchebaggery. No douchebaggery here. <laughs> okay, guys. We have been wanting to start a, a segment on here. Um, I just knocked my mic around. Ah, one of them days. But we've been wanting to start a segment. I was originally going to do something like this over on my channel, but I thought it would be better as a segment within the podcast. And it's going to be called Criminally and Paranormally Obsessed. And as you can pretty much figure out from, from the title of the segment, we're going to discuss, sometimes it'll be criminal cases, sometimes it'll be uh, paranormal cases, but this week for it, we're just going to do something very short. Most of the time, we're going to want to go into a little more depth and detail, but this week, we just wanted to put a few missing persons out there that... Uh, Lauderdale County, Alabama is currently looking for, and some of these folks have been missing for quite a while. Uh, let's see. I'm going to pull the article on it up here. This article comes from um, 48WAFF. And the first per missing person is Robert Jean, who left walking one evening. He didn't take his glasses. He didn't take his billfold. Nothing but the clothes on his back, and no one has seen or heard from him since. There is, uh, let's see, Bradley Lard, who has been missing since March 2019. Sean Childers, missing since September, September 2017. Jerry Browning, missing since August 2018. Courtney Staggs. And I actually know some of her family members um, missing since August 2020. Uh, and let's see, what was this man's first name? Hmm, it says Weems, but it does not say his first name. I'm trying to find it anywhere in the article, but I'm not seeing it. But Weems has been missing since June 1997. That is the oldest case. These are missing persons cases that have basically gone cold. Now, guys, you may not know these people, or if you do know them, you may, you know, have some reason that you, you don't like them. You don't want to help with any of the information, you know, anything like that. But you need to stop and look at it from this side of it. The, these people have family and friends that love them and miss them and need either to have them home or need some closure. So please, I'm going to link the article in the description. Please take a minute to look at that. 
if you get a chance and if you know anything at all please let the proper authorities know and help bring these folks home help bring their family and friends some closure and like I said, with this segment, we are going to do more expanded in detail and depth stories on different cases. But just for this episode, we decided to do this kind of short and, and, and kind of short and sweet, I guess you'd say. All right, Michael, should we talk about the Jeffree Star incident, the, the video, the clickbait of it all? The clickbait of it all. Sure, <laughs> why not? For those of you who may not know, Jeffree Star has come back to YouTube and he had been promising for a while that uh, he was going to address a lot of what's gone on over the past year. Uh, Shane Dawson was going to be involved, things like that. And a lot of people got their hopes up thinking, you know, hey, this is Shane's comeback. Jeffrey even put Shane in the thumbnail. And spoiler I alert, spoiler <laughs> alert. Yes, yeah, spoiler alert, if you have not seen it, and I will link the video in the description, Shane's not actually physically in the video. He, like, FaceTimes Jeffrey for a few minutes at the end of the video. If it was a few minutes, I don't even Yeah, like it, it was like long. a few seconds, actually. So, <laughs> and I am a fan, but even my first reaction was, Jeffrey, you bitch, you, cook, you clickbaited us. I love you, but you're a bitch right now. You clickbaited us, you know. <laughs> and apparently I wasn't the only one who felt that way. A lot of people were upset. But if you paid attention to Jeffrey's Instagram stories, he has made the statement point blank that over the month of October, there's going to be an influx of new content on his channel and that some of it is stuff that Shane is working on with him and Shane is going to be in Wyoming with him at the ranch. So I think this was just kind of a, the start of, if I understood him right, a month of new content explaining what all has gone on over the past year a little at a time. And I'm all for that. I'm fine with that. Bring it on. I'm, I'm ready. I'm waiting. Just don't keep us waiting, Jeffrey. Dang it. Now... <laughs> There was one thing and I just kind of shows no matter what Jeffrey does, no matter how much he changes, some people are never, it's never going to be good enough for. Um, in another, again, spoiler alert, in this video, he went and found the conspiracy pallet um, at Nordstrom's Rack. And we all know Jeffrey's had stuff to say about people whose makeup ended up at TJ Maxx, Nordstrom's Rack, and stuff like that in the past. But he bought it up and took it home. A lot of people are really upset about this. So either they don't care about the reason he bought it or they did not pay attention to the video because he bought it up so he could donate it to women's shelters. Okay, this is something Jeffrey has done for years. He has donated makeup to women's shelters for years. And if any of you have been around my personal YouTube channel, you know that is something I'm very passionate about for a lot of reasons. And I know people will say, you know, women in a in a shelter, the, the last thing they're worried about is makeup. No, honey. Trust me, when a woman comes out of a relationship where she's been abused in any way, 
makeup can make her feel so much better about herself. Not only that, a lot of them want to put on makeup and look presentable so they can go out for job interviews and really start their life anew. So I applaud him for buying that makeup and taking it to give to these women. And I, you know, I saw some people say, oh, he's buying it up when he could have left it for the rest of us to buy it. Okay, sweetheart, let me tell you, I understand wanting to get a good deal on makeup. Trust me, do it all the time. I'm constantly hunting for sale. But that's where you and I are lucky. Those those of you fussing about, you know, I could have got it discounted. I could have done da 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 da. We've got the money to do that. The women in these shelters don't. They don't have the money to even buy it at a discount. So don't be selfish. Don't be stingy. As Rich Lux would say, don't be shady. Be a lady, bitch. Come on. <laughs> but that's all I'm gonna say on that subject. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that to me it just it's commendable, you know that he would he would be willing to not only donate it to the shelters, but to go out and buy it up. Yes, to buy his own product that he could just ship to him to buy his own product off the shelf to carry to him. So he's already he's already paid to make it. And now he's paying to buy it back. Yeah, well, and well, you know, Jeffrey's a very polarizing figure anyway. I mean, you either love him or you hate him. That's pretty much the way it seems to go for the most part. But this is one of those situations where it should be whether you hate him or not, he's doing a good thing. Again, it's about doing the right thing, yeah. Again, y'all, you know, you want to call people out when they do wrong, you need to give them props when they do good. So. Just keep that in mind, y'all. Keep that in mind. I would say that that's a hand up. Yes, to Trying someone to who really needs it. Yes. Trying to help somebody help themselves. Now, Michael, there's been a little bit of panic in some of the discords that I'm a member of lately. I thought you were going to say panic of the disco. but No, that would be much more fun. <laughs> Now, I've seen some people in some of the discords I'm a member of panicking over this situation with Steam. Should we talk about that for a minute and just maybe help clear the air on that a little bit? For for all you gamers out there, this may be something you're interested in. Or if you're not a gamer, but you, you love somebody that's a gamer, you know, have a friend that's a gamer, you know, maybe something you want to pass along to them. Should we discuss it, Michael? Absolutely. So last last I hear, or you know what what was what put out there, whatever was that uh, Steam was not gonna allow access to older versions of games. Yep, that was the rumor going around, and like I said, it there were some people on some discords outright panicking when I first saw it. Because y'all, if I cannot access my older versions of Seven Days to Die and Rising World. She ain't doing it. Hell's coming to breakfast. I'm telling y'all that now. Hell is coming to breakfast. <laughs> Don't mess with my games. But and it's bringing hot sauce for the eggs. Oh yeah, it is. And and, and not 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 that little wheat crap. No, <laughs> it's bringing some of that ghost pepper hot sauce. But in my panic, I immediately 
start searching. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. This has got to be live steam. I swear to God. No, 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 no. And luckily, that's not the case. Steam has issued a couple of statements saying that although they do have a new beta version of Steam coming up, it is not going to remove our ability to access our older versions of the games. Um, as a matter of fact, for those of you catching this on YouTube, I will try to pull up a couple of places where they have made that statement and kind of screenshot it and put it up for you guys. So, you gamers out there that were about to have a meltdown like I was, <laughs> we can chill. It's good, y'all. It's all good. Extinguishers away. It's all good. Put down the pitchfork. <laughs> you over there. I saw you with that torch. Put it down. I'll put my torch down. Well, I had a torch in one hand and a pitchfork in the other ready to head to steam offices, but I put mine down. We're all good now. It's gravy now, y'all. So, no, no need for the gaming world to come uh, upended over this. We're safe. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that is all we are going to cover for today. We'll be back soon with another podcast. Like I said, there's a lot of things we want to cover. A lot of things we've got cooking up. So, and we're going to be adding some playlists to the YouTube channel here to add a little extra content. It'll be, be a little shorter than a podcast, but it'll still be, still be interesting. Like so, little nuggets of fun. Yeah, little nuggets of fun. <laughs> but all right, guys. For right now, we are out of here. But we appreciate y'all hanging out and listening to our our babbling and ranting and raving and you know what? Yeah, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> we really appreciate you guys. And by the way, we did notice. <laughs> And it actually really kind of shocked me. You know, the, the stuff was going on with my dad for a couple of days, so I wasn't really checking in on the podcast YouTube channel or over on Spotify and Anchor and all of that. And once I knew he was better and out of the woods, then I did check in and I was floored. Uh, we got an influx of... New subscribers on the YouTube channel, new listeners over on Spotify and Anchor, and it really shocked us. But guys, thank you so much. We that was an awesome surprise, and we did not expect the podcast to grow that quickly. Hopefully, it will continue to grow. But we just want y'all to know we are grateful for the growth we've had already. Yep. Most definitely. Um, it was definitely a shot to to see the numbers jump. Hey guys, Future Mandy here. Just jumping in to let you know that we are actually very excited. We did discover where that influx of subscribers, viewers, listeners came from. Uh, it actually came from somebody that we have watched for quite a while and we really enjoy his content. So that made us even more excited if that makes any sense at all we were just overall excited to see the numbers go up and then to learn it came from somebody that we admire and enjoy so much just made it even better it actually came from mike and actor 
Now, you guys, if you don't know who he is, I'm going to put links to his channels in the description and you guys go click them. Okay, go click them now. He does a lot of great coverage of a lot of the same things we talk about. Uh, the Trish Paytas situation, Keemstar, um, Ethan Klein, all of that stuff. And he tries to take a very logical approach to it, which is something we absolutely appreciate. So by all means, go check him out. Go, go do it now. The way they did. So uh, welcome, everybody. And thanks. Thank you so much, guys. But for now, we're going to get out of here and we will see y'all again very, very soon. Be good to each other. Later.